Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only, and I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com, and if you want to join... All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written, published article, Who Was at the Helm, from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, We replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110.2011. 110.2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. Another morning in paradise, this earth, the only heaven. Welcome to the Michael Savage Podcast. 
Well, here we are, my friends, opening up the emails. It's early in the morning. I won't read you my emails. They're my personal business. Most of them are junk mail. Ten, ten homes we think you'll love. Make plant-based products better for everyone. Mental health awareness spurs pharmaceutical nutraceutical innovation. Mental health awareness, another one. Uh, the science of sleep. Urgent. Your match offer expires at midnight. A chapter of them came back from the typist from my book that I'm working on. Ideas for Friday's podcast from Karen. Well, let's see what she says. In addition to reading the news, I thought it would be great for Friday to address the backlash you received on the Pompeo interview. Oh, I jolted down some thoughts for a launching point, but think you could do, would do a fabulous job building on it. She's so wonderful, Karen. It gives you the opportunity to explain that having a guest on your show is not necessarily an endorsement to that person. You've had Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Lindsey Graham on your radio shows in the past. You've also been highly critical of them, but we cannot lose the art of conversation. She's right. On the right, we cannot become the radical left who shouts down and censors everyone and everything that stands in opposition of their truth. The minds who helped to build our liberal democratic order were motivated by the free exchange of ideas in the pursuit of truth. We are losing this in our modern culture, says Karen. And if we do, we could lose order completely. Well, we've already lost it, Karen. In the 20th century, a famous quote became the ethos of the intellectual class. I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. I believe that was written by Voltaire. I'm not sure. She goes on to say, colleges, media, and liberals have abandoned this method, but we cannot be so narrow-minded as they have become if we want to save our nation and Western civilization. Mm. Got a new coffee machine. It's really good. It makes a frothy thing with no milk, no cream. Comment from subscriber Robert. Great interview regarding the Twitter feedback, he says. Magalomania is real. That's M-A-G-A-lomania is real, he says. There are those who fail to criticize DJT and rapidly attack anyone who points to any of Trump's shortcomings. They fail to see America first as greater than any one man, woman, as you have said. Perhaps this rapidity is a natural symptomatic byproduct of the mentally disordered left's constant unwarranted attacks where nature finds balance in all things. He goes on and says, this encumbered state is the grease on the skids which rides the WEF's Agenda 2030 delivery. Disharmony, disunity, discord, and dissonance, a mental disorder. Magalomania is an avoidable political sepsis stemming from the infected left. And then he ended with a quote from Nietzsche, who wrote, He who fights with monsters might take care lest he thereby become a monster. And if you gaze for long into an abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. Karen, thank you very much. That's very good. A good starter for today's addition to the podcast. And now, my friends, we move on to the news of the day. As I sip my coffee this early in the morning. And here we go. Let's see. Oh, here's my chapter. I may as well give you a piece of it. Hello, Michael. Oh, I see. I had my typist take one of my interviews. And this one was from a... um, Either a, a YouTube piece I did called Open Skies is Biden the Beijing frontman. And he said, since this was an interview, it needed some editing. I also added a conclusory paragraph for you at the end. It's from your own words. Okay, I'm not going to read it to you. You'll see when the book comes out in the autumn, God willing. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Shall I go to my Twitter feed? I don't even know what I put up last. So it's the Mike Pompeo interview, America Still Worth Fighting For, which I received so much negative flack for. 
And you have to look at some of the snippets of the interview between Mr. Pompeo and I. Yes, I totally disagree with him on continuing to fuel the war in Ukraine. That doesn't mean I have to hate him nor negate his entire life. That's what Karen was trying to say. That then renders us just like them, the people we despise on the communist left. So then she she um, did a new a new little snippet from our interview, which you can see for free on Twitter. Pompeo, how do we prevent nuclear war with Putin? And you can get this little short version here. But his book is It's Not Too Late to Save America. And that's what I'm focusing on. It's that simple. And there are other stories I'd put up. We did a bonus podcast the other day. It can happen here. How the Dems are copying the Killing Fields playbook. It's, it's actually frightening to see because yesterday, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, this is coming up next Tuesday. I interviewed this great, beautiful, intelligent Korean woman, Yeonmi Park, who wrote While Time Remains. She wrote in, in Order to Live. This is a woman who escaped North Korea under Kim Jong-il into China, and she was turned into a sex slave at age 14. And eventually, she escaped to America, where she is now a citizen. And she went to the uh, Columbia University, and what she found was, is that the students at Columbia, she said, are 97% of them are as brainwashed as those in North Korea, and she's frightened for America. And uh, she was a great interview yesterday. And she's, she has optimism as do I about the future of America. And I want to talk about that before I go into the news. Because there are people in my family who are very smart, who have totally dim views of the future. They say it's hopeless because of the illegal aliens. Four or five million of them were brought in in the latest way from this corrupt criminal administration. And, and my family tells me they steal elections. So there's no chance of saving the country. And I remind them. As I did in the interview with Mike Pompeo, the great Mike Pompeo, incidentally, that at the time of the Revolutionary War, only one third of Americans were willing to fight the British. One third wanted to not fight, and one third was indifference, indifferent to fighting. They didn't care. I have people in my family who are phenomenal people who are so depressed over the country under Biden and the open borders and the mess we have. And they say it can't be fixed. They're rigging the elections and only one third of the American people will ever stand up and fight. And I have to say, remember this. It was only one third of the American people who who basically fought against the British. One third said, don't fight them. One third said, I don't care. And it was only one third who said it's worth fighting for our freedom. It's the same one third, isn't it? It, it, it doesn't take everyone. It takes Doesn't enough. Take everyone. It takes enough of us who say we're going to go put our shoulder to the stone, and and I I believe that's still out there. The time is now. We got we got to go do it because I agree with you. The clock is running, uh, but I'm convinced we're still we're still inside the time limit. So it's always a third of the population. I think I've told you this on the radio 15 years, 20 years ago. We're the third. Don't look at the demographics. Don't look at what they've done to elections. And uh, before I read the news, I got to say this. I asked this young lady, Ms. Park, who wrote this great book, While Time Remains, what she think is going to happen and what she thinks is going to happen here. And she said, I'm very optimistic. I said, why? She said, because we have guns. Those are her words. 
although we are on the, this trajectory that we both fear, do you think it can be derailed in this nation? Yeah, I think we still have hope because we, we have guns. We still have the right to defend ourselves. For those of you who are Second Amendment absolutists, I hope you heard what I just said to you. She said, and you'll hear it in the, in the podcast coming up Tuesday, I believe. She said guns. She said, we had no guns in Korea. We couldn't fight back. I said, yeah, Hitler did the same thing when he seized absolute power. The first thing he did was seize guns. And then I went and got a picture I carry around with me on my desk of the young Khmer Rouge. They were 14-year-olds of the Red Guards in China, the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia, uh, gathering all the guns at checkpoints in Phnom Penh after that Marxist bastard who's a, a twin, an intellectual twin for Bernie Sanders seized absolute power. The first thing they did was seize the guns. Never forget that. Never forget that. And I reminded them of a story from the Holocaust about the Bielski brothers who were ordinary guys. One was a butcher, another one was a baker, another one was a sales or whatever in a little village in Poland. And when the Nazis came to take over the village, they escaped into the woods in the freezing cold. And the first thing they did to survive was break into a farmhouse and steal a gun. And from stealing that gun, they were able to ambush Nazis, kill them and take their guns. Never forget that story. And don't listen to the gun grabbers. They are suicidal. They're the child grabbers, the gun grabbers, the soul grabbers, the brain grabbers, the nation grabbers. F them. Never forget that. Never forget that. It can happen here. And the Democrats are copying the Killing Fields playbook. Whether you know it or not, the attack on the middle class, taking away our gas stoves, taking away our cars, taking away our this, taking away our that, while the perverts, the degenerates, and the mental midgets are running this country right now under this gangster Biden. He's a gangster. We all know that. Everyone knows that who looks at this, the brother, the son, and the Holy Ghost, everyone involved. TV show I'm watching now called Gangs of London. I'll jump to something different like I said to on radio. It's a British crime drama television series. I never saw anything like this. And it's a struggle between rival gangs and other criminal organizations in present-day London. The thing about this series is that it's not just about the British gangs. It's about the multicultural London being torn apart by the power struggle between the gangs that control the city and the vacuum that's created when the head of London's most powerful crime family is assassinated. And now you see all of the other gangs trying to take over the power, the drug business and everything else in the streets of London, the Albanian mafia, the Kurdish freedom fighter mafia, Pakistani drug cartels, Welsh travelers or gypsies, if you want to call them that. And they're, of course, fighting with the British gang, the English gang, the Wallaces. It's unbelievable. Parts of it are as good as The Sopranos, if not better. I know that's a sacrilege, which I can't mention. Michael Savage, a host like no other. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. 
That's shopify.com slash special offer. But moving on now to some of the actual news of the day after 11 minutes of my diatribe about the world as it is, let us go to see my website and we'll see what Karen and Doug put up. Top of it, michaelsavage.com. Watch the little trivial trailer of Pompeo, How Do We Prevent Nuclear War with Putin? No, it's not trivial. He's the former head of the CIA, the former secretary of state, first in his class at West Point, and a lot of other things. You know, maybe you could learn something from someone you may disagree with on one point instead of being a moron like the left. Let's see what news she put up. Non-binary ex-Biden official Sam Brinton released without bail in luggage theft case. He was the... uh, He was the psycho who was stealing women's luggage at carousels. He's the one dressed up as a dog. Shoplifting epidemic costing New York City workers their jobs. Eric Adams tells Albany and bail reform plea. Good good luck, Eric. You know, I I was behind Eric Adams because he was African-American, and I thought that he could rein in the African-American crime wave. Plain English. I'm giving it away, I think. I didn't didn't mute it because he was African-American and a former cop. I thought maybe he'd be tough on, on crime. He became the opposite. It's gotten worse. Report, Marco Rubio, Ron Johnson demand investigation into government backing group leading conservative media backlist. Nothing will come of it. It's another, you know, show trial. Report, FBI searches and retrieves materials from Biden document stashes at University of Delaware. <laughs> Savage was right. Scientists suggest sugar cravings fuel dementia. Absolutely. How a consistent sleep schedule might protect your heart. I don't sleep at all lately. I'm up every night, 2.33 in the morning. I'm worried about everything. The world's falling apart. Here's another story on michaelsavage.com. Doctors are disappearing from emergency rooms as hospitals look to cut costs. (laughs) No kidding. Let me tell you about hospitals. You go in there, you think you're in Bangladesh now. I don't know about you, but I tend to want a doctor who is from America, born in America, went to a great American medical school, not the University of Bangladesh or Calcutta U. I don't know about you. I tend to look for someone that went to NYU or Columbia in my era. Media claims 30% increase in heart attack deaths for young people due to not taking COVID vaccine or wearing a mask. Yeah, all right. Well, don't even look at that. Every parent's nightmare. TikTok is a venue for child sexual exploitation. Oh, well, look, it gets worse. Whales mysteriously wash up on New Jersey shores, sparking concerns about offshore wind projects. Don't tell that to Al Gorleone, the head of the Gorleone crime family. Here's a little story for those of you who think it's a joke funding Ukraine with the latest weaponry. Russia's northern fleet deploys with nukes in first since Cold War. You say, ah, Putin's full of crap. He'll never pull a trigger on a nuke. Right. You know that. You know that. Keep pushing him. Keep decimating his troops and keep telling him he's a monster and see what happens with the monster. You put his back to a wall, he's going to pull a trigger on it. I'll tell you, it won't come in America. It will come into Europe. The first place he'll nuke. You want to play a little chess with me? Want me to put my mind into the mind of the Russians? Having studied their military and political history for quite a while in my life? No, don't bother. I won't tell you. Oh, let's go to uh, the Drudge Report since he became so anti-American. I don't know what happened to him. He became just a stooge of the Democrats. He used to be a friend of mine. We talked. We haven't talked in four months. You know when we stopped talking? I won't tell you, but we stopped talking. Indictment watch. Trump grand jury recommends perjury developing. Oh, not Biden. Not Biden's brother. Not Hunter's laptop. But everything's about how bad Trump is. 
parts of Georgia report released. The Don's desperate election meddling. Criminal charges remain sealed, question mark. The Drudge Report isn't what it used to be. Microsoft chatbot unnerves I want to be human split personality. Okay, big deal. I'm not afraid of it. I don't really care one way or the other. I have enough trouble with Biden not to worry about AI. Biden, age 80, has closely watched physical exam. Oh, come on. They're going to give you a fake report. Pastor says sermons written by tech will have no soul. Why they have soul now? South Park brutally roasts Harry and Meghan. Oh, that's very appropriate. What a story that is. Confusion abounds in UFO origins. Biden to give speech. The doofus hasn't said a word yet. The country's sitting in fear of all these balloons and this schmuck president of ours. They don't know what to tell him to say. Musk reinvents Twitter for the benefit of power user himself. Oh, stop with the jealousy of Musk already. Desperately jealous of Musk, all of these you know, people with websites. Let's move on to some more serious website like the New York Post. <laughs> Putin's plunge. Top Putin war official plunges 160 feet to her death from a high-rise building. Well, they, they do. Uh, anyone disagrees with the, the, the dictator, they, they take a flight. Marina Yankina, 58, official of the Russia's Ministry of Defense, was found dead outside an apartment building in St. Petersburg. That's one difference between our country and Russia, is that any official who disagrees with Biden doesn't take a, uh, a flight from an eight-story building yet. Commander in checkup. Biden gets annual physical, asks questions about it. How are you going to expect them to tell you the truth about the checkup? Are you joking? A doctor's going to tell you the truth about his mental acuity? I need a doctor to tell me what I can see with my own eyes, the shuffling feet, the tremors? What's this? Joe Rogan slams liberals for branding health and fitness as far right. Oh, and he says he donuts an effing fold blue. He's an idiot. You know, I don't go for this knee-jerk reaction of eat donuts. It's stupid. Kim Jong-un's daughter, 10, likely success is spelling doom for his sister. What's happened to these people with the Koreans? There's some great Korean people. Human trafficking suspect 15 leads cops in high-speed chase in migrant pack car. Yeah, they're using underage kids now for shooting at our border patrol and smuggling. They're very smart. They know the game. There's nothing here to bite into other than my horoscope. U.S. cancer patient develops uncontrollable Irish accent, say doctors. How did that happen? How does a cancer patient get an uncontrollable Irish accent? Really? I I don't understand that. This is ridiculous. New York City man allegedly shoved onto tracks by career criminal blasts lack of subway safety. That's a black-on-black crime in this case. Pierre Augustine, 66, who was shoved onto subway tracks by a homeless stranger with a lengthy rap sheet, slammed the city for failing to protect train riders. How many years have I told you reopen the mental hospitals, round them all up and put them into into, uh, mental hospitals against their will, and then put Marvin from the ACLU into the mental hospital with them? New York City shootings leave two men dead. New York City thief swiped a $1,000 phone from FedEx worker. Okay, there's nothing there. Let's see, go to another website. Of no- the only website that's really pretty good that I like is Breitbart. Okay, 2024, President Biden gets physical exam. Oh, please. U.S. projected to add $22 trillion in new debt over the next 10 years. Debt? Are you kidding? There is no debt. Ask Bernie Sanders. Exclusive Nikki Haley on 2024 campaign. Voters want something different. That is true, Nikki, but it's not you. Go away. You're not presidential material. You're nobody. You're a zero. 
All you got going for you is that you're not a man and you're some kind of ethnic minority, I guess. That's not good enough. None of them have a campaign. None of them have a program. None of them have a plan. None of them understand that the people voted for Trump because he took my books and they were boiled down for him and his message was basically bought his language and culture. Morons. It's not about personality. It's about a message, you schmuck, you. The Savage Nation. It's savage on demand. Have you ever experienced turbulence on a flight and wondered why? And you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything. No, nah, everything's peachy. Maybe you've sat on the tarmac for hours wondering why your plane isn't moving. Well, we're outside here. They're saying the ramp is closed. They won't let us park because of uh, Air Force One. Listen in on the conversations between pilots and air traffic controllers on the Air Traffic Out of Control podcast. Five one zero, declaring an emergency. There's smoke in the cabin. I need to make a landing right now on three one left. We have the most interesting, wild, and funny ATC recordings you will ever hear. Check out Air Traffic Out of Control wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What else is in the news? Georgia State Senator calls Clarence Thomas uncle. Oh, go to hell. That's sad. Wasserman Schultz. She's still alive? Wasserman Schultz is in Florida? She's attacking DeSantis? Wasserman Schultz, let me tell you about her type. When I was a young boy, I worked in a butcher shop in Springland, New York. She was like the butcher's daughter with a dirty apron with blood on it, with a mouth on her like a toilet bowl. There's more to it than meets the eye with Wasserman Schultz. She's the worst of my people, the worst. She's the worst. Biden to give speech on Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Sweden to study that the effect criminals have on politics. This is fun. Florida sheriff woman made neighborhood safer by shooting armed intruder. What else is in the news? There's not much else in the news here. It's like I'm, I'm reading off websites now. Well, that's the news. What, I got a newspaper? Exclusive. Pence says I'm going to fight special counsel's unconstitutional unprecedented subpoena. He's right. They went after Pence because he's a nice middle-of-the-road guy. And they figured they would neutralize them because they can't get Trump or, or DeSantis yet. So they'd start with the low-hanging fruit. That's all. This is criminals right out of the Soviet Union. Raquel Welch, dead at 82. Who cares? She was not even hot when she was hot. You can take that one to the bank. Mitch McConnell? The gobbler is still there. Mitch McConnell says Democrats engaging in demographic box checking with judicial nominees. You know what I think of Mitch McConnell, don't you? Contempt. James Biden, that's the brother, secretly negotiated $140 million deal with Saudis due to relationship with Jew. And <laughs> with Joe. Due to relationship with Joe, not Jew. James Biden <laughs> secretly negotiated $140 million deal with Saudis due to relationship with Joe, not Jew. Not Jew. Joe. Now, that story is bigger than investigating Trump, bigger than investigating uh, Pence, bigger than investigating anyone they're investigating. But you know they're not going to investigate him because we have a corrupt attorney general. I think I will conclude by saying I've concluded. Now, let me go to the Jerusalem Post. It used to be a good website. Become nothing but far left stupidity. Who took over everyone. Everywhere you turn, left wing took it over. Idea veterans steal Yom Kippur war tank to use an anti-government protest. Oh, my God. Israel's descending into a, into a civil war because Netanyahu won again. They're fighting with each other. They're going to have a civil war in Israel soon. 
The Jewish man shot while leaving morning prayers in Los Angeles. What, what is this one now? What do you mean? Jewish man shot while leaving morning prayers in Los Angeles? When was this? Pico Robertson, neighborhood of Los Angeles, on Wednesday morning. The shooting occurred near Shenandoah Street and Cascio Avenue around 10 a.m. Pacific. The shooter, who the LAPD said is a middle-aged Asian male and drove a gray Honda, drove toward the victim and shot him twice. This doesn't sound random to me. Again, let me tell you something. The man was wearing a yarmulke, but Asians don't shoot Jews. Not at all. I don't think that's a hate crime. Sorry. There's something else involved here. That's, you know, if I'm a detective, I'm telling you how I think. Like an old New York detective. Asian shooting an Orthodox Jew after services. It doesn't add up. It wasn't for a hate crime. There's something more to this story. I'd start looking into the guy's business deals. That's what I would do. If I were a detective now in the old days, not a detective today. Okay? Don't fall back on anti-Semitism with every attack on a Jew. Okay? There's a bigger story here that meets the eye. How do you want me to conclude today? Well, I conclude where I began on the Michael Savage podcast today by going to you, the listeners of the Michael Savage podcast, and telling you that my podcasts are really good. They're doing very well. And no matter what you may hear from all the real meatballs out there who are jealous of me that I left radio and actually created a great career for myself in podcasting, according to my ad agency, Advertise cast. It's a real ad agency. They represent 3,000 podcasts, and my podcast is in the top 10. Don't believe anyone else. Believe them because they sell the show. Did you hear? That's all I have to say, and I want to thank you for your patronage as long as it lasts, and I'm not going to be doing this forever. You know, after many a summer dies the swan, and this swan is getting tired. Thank you for listening, and God bless America. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Earlier this week, I recorded some headlines on a very cold, cold morning. And I'd like you to hear it right now on the Michael Savage Podcast. I know you're going to love Raw Savage, unfiltered, copied by everyone, but never duplicated. Well, here we are again. It's I'm going to tell you exactly the day because by the time this gets posted... The news will have changed, but I'm going to give you news, views, and reviews. It's a cold Sunday morning here in the San Francisco area. We've had unusually cold weather, which I love. Lots of rain, which I love. The warmest are all hiding in the Caribbean on their private islands to plot their next takeover of the mines of America. We have wonderful, wonderful water. Water table's fine. Reservoirs are full. Uh, Al Gore is nowhere to be seen. He is the opposite of that. What's that animal that comes out of the ground? The, the, the hog? The groundhog comes out. It's supposed to predict the winter. Al Gore is like the groundhog in reverse. He comes out when there's a drought, and he hides when it rains. So let's see what the news is. First, I'll look at my mail. Oh, God, I've looked at it already. Now, forget about it. They go to the other mail form, no more ads. So, you know, I put something up on Twitter. Well, my last podcast was great. The world is falling apart. Is God really gender neutral? That was very popular. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest you do. Is God really gender neutral? That's the Church of England now is uh, saying God is gender neutral. So you can't say he or anything like that. Okay, everything has to be changed. How did this happen? Uh, Yesterday, I was on Newsmax TV, and my show was entitled 
my entitlement of my segment. And it was kind of sarcastic. It's, are, are they UFOs trying to recruit Biden for Celestial Circus? Because it was the second balloon that was shot down by um, the U.S. The first one that we shot down, well, the first one we didn't shoot down. We let it um, pick up radio signals from all of our military bases for a good week before Doofus decided with the fat generals to do something. When I was briefed on the balloon, I ordered the Pentagon to shoot it down on Wednesday as soon as possible. They decided without doing damage to anyone on, on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was as it got over water outside within our within 12 mile limit. It successfully took it down and I want to compliment our aviators who did it. The second one came along and they shot it down. I thought it was a fake. I thought it was a makeup, a fake job where they just, you know, launched a balloon and shot it down to show that he's tough. But then there was another one. So I'm saying, well, maybe it's a celestial circus up in another galaxy and they want to recruit Biden for the circus. You know, I try to put a little humor into it. And I held up a glass clown from a, a place in Italy. I bought it years ago at a remnant place. And it's a beautiful thing, a Murano art glass clown that I bought at auction uh, many years ago in Florida. That's where they have those things. All the old people used to buy beautiful things. You know, on last week I put up a question Savage Loyalist, do you want me back on radio even for one hour a week with callers? I wanted to see. It was like a poll. Now, it turns out, I I knew many people want it because, of course, everybody wants something for nothing. And they like my, we have 193,000 people now saying, yes, go back on the radio. Whether I will do it or not is a question of a number of factors. I do two Newsmax TV appearances a week. I do two to three podcasts a week. You know, it really is enough. I manage a Twitter site, a Facebook site, an Instagram site, and michaelsavage.com. And it's kind of enough. Then I have to deal with my own issues of mortality. <laughs> and, you know, am I going to live another minute, another day? You know, that that's a full-time job. Then I have emotional problems that I've had since I'm a child. That's not your business. <laughs> Oh, and I did some cooking videos, too. I got bored this week. And you can only find them on YouTube under live. So I did one called Another Savage Recipe. And I did a tour of Chinatown live from Chinatown a few days ago, which was kind of fun. I love reading the comments because you know, the bad ones are eliminated immediately by either YouTube or by staff. And this was fun. I did a cooking video. It's hard for me to do cooking videos because although I made a delicious organic chicken combo, it was uh, it was great. I mean, it really was. It took me an hour to cook. I got dressed up to go to dinner. I evaluated which restaurants to go to. I went in my head <laughs> to each of the dinner places. I, 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 I figured it out. I got dressed. I looked at the car in the garage, and I said, wait a minute, I got to drive there. I got to park. I got to walk into the restaurant. I got to sit down. I got to smile at the waiter. I got to just sit there like till the food comes. I said, there's an hour till you're going to eat. And then you got to negotiate. Know this, know that. Don't put this in, don't put that in. I said, oh, the hell with it. Luckily, I had bought some organic uh, chicken thighs with bone in the day before, and they were good for a few days. I have a special recipe that I use. And it was really good, I'm telling you. I mean, I know how to cook for myself. You can't do this in a restaurant because nobody's going to invest an hour to make a dish 
for one person. You'd go out of business. But for yourself is another story. And the, and the second benefit of cooking for yourself, as you well know, if you're listening to this, you obviously are a homebody, is that you can drink while you're cooking and you get an excuse to drink more than you normally would. And you can taste the food as you're cooking, which my mom used to do, God rest her soul. I never understood why cooks tasted their food because they liked it, number one, and it was a way of tasting the flavors. So I, I ate a lot of tarragon. I put a lot of tarragon in any chicken dish. Now, how I started is very interesting. Cut up celery goes into the bottom of the pot in the hot oil. Cook the celery for a few minutes and then lower the heat. And what you're doing is you're putting a celery flavor in the base of the pan for the chicken. Remember, chicken is called fowl for a reason. It, it tends to have a very gamey or f- taste, taste of chicken. And, and it's not often the greatest flavor on earth unless it's cooked well. So you put that in. I like to use red bell pepper sliced up. God knows what else I put in. I have a garden with some uh, Italian parsley, fresh oregano, whatever you like. You know, um, I stopped using turmeric in my dishes for a couple of reasons. First of all, people don't know they're over. I'm going to give you a health tip. Watch out with the turmeric capsule. Stop. Stop it. Everything in America has to be an extreme. And the thing is, turmeric is not meant to be taken in capsules. I don't care whether you're taking them or you're not taking them, how good you feel. You'll blow your liver out. It's that simple. Do some research on these things. Some, And I'm, I'm a nutritionist by PhD, real one. My PhD is from 1978, University of California at Berkeley in human nutrition. It was a really tough degree. Not these fake degrees that they're putting out today. My first nutrition book was called The Skeptical Nutritionist. Look it up. 1983, Macmillan published it. Great book. I was very skeptical of, of everything. Now, I'm a mega vitamin taker, mega nutrient taker, but I'm warning you about certain nutrients. Turmeric is not to be taken in the capsule form, nor are several other nutrients that people are overdosing on and blowing out their livers and kidneys without knowing why. Okay, so I don't use turmeric. First of all, it's interesting how how strong turmeric is. If I use turmeric in cooking, which I did last year a lot, it thins my blood so much that I see these like blood spots on my my hands, on the back of my uh, hands. You can actually see it like when you take too much blood thinner. So I said, wow, this stuff really works. So be careful. You could thin your blood out too much. It's too powerful. You get it in Indian food. Did they put 20 grams of turmeric into your curry? No. No, they put a little bit in. Anyway, so I don't use turmeric to make a long story short. I'm trying to remember what else I did. My mother would never tell me what she put in. I'd ask her. She said, who knows? She doesn't remember. Or she did it, you know. Okay, so I cooked the vegetables in. I wish I could go back, but I the, the YouTube video is beautiful. I put it on toward the end of the dish. I'm looking in the dish now to see what's in there. Okay, I love zucchini. I love small potatoes. And if you put them in in the beginning, they'll cook fine without having pre-cooking. You don't have to pre-cook them. Celery, potatoes, zucchini, red bell pepper, and an onion, right? What am I thinking? You must put a whole onion in there. Whole onion. Okay, then you push all the vegetables to the side and you get, because the pan needs room for the chicken parts, you put the chicken pieces in. Now, the question is, do you cook the chicken? I was going to do the news today. I haven't gotten to the news yet. Do you cook the chicken with the skin on or the skin off? Everyone's obsessed with cholesterol and fat. Now, here's the thing to remember. Not all fats are bad for you, number one. And a little 
uh, chicken fat is good for you, number two, especially if it's from an organically raised chicken. All of the good nutrients are in the chicken fat. The Chinese know that. They don't even throw out the feet. You know, if you go to China or in Asia, actually you go to a, a butcher shop at Chinatown, they would never buy a chicken that, that had the, the gizzards thrown out or didn't have the gizzards with them and the feet. They eat the feet, for God's sakes. It's a dish in a Chinese restaurant, chicken feet. My mother, you know, we had peasant cookery, Eastern European, Jewish food. She always cooked the chicken feet. And when she's cooking a chicken soup, I grabbed the, the feet out of the pot while it was cooking. And I would love eating the feet of the poor bird. Who knows why? It turns out they're very nutritious. And there's a certain nutrient in chicken feet. Years later, I discovered that's very good for you. So I don't have chicken feet because you can't buy them in the markets here. So the long and short is I start by cooking the chicken with the skin on. I get a little of the fat into the oil and to the vegetables. And then I chicken out and I um, remove the fat because it becomes too fatty, to be honest with you. Now, in a separate pot, I'm going to go on to the news. I swear to you, I've been already talking for 10 minutes. I can't believe this. In a separate pot, I'm cooking the pasta. And you're going to add the pasta to the dish when it's almost cooked. Oh, I forgot. I'm using tremendous amounts of tarragon on the chicken. It, it just changes it for the better. A tiny bit of salt. I told you we're, we, we all take too much sodium. Our body needs about one gram of salt a day. That's 1,000 milligrams total a day. With processed foods, you're getting so many extra grams. That's why you're having high blood pressure, particularly if you're an older person. If you're an African-American person, I've got to tell you, I studied this in detail in the 1970s for my PhD. Soul food, which is very, very dense with sodium, was directly related to hypertension amongst African-Americans. But that also goes for other people. You're over-salting your food. You have hypertension. Your doctors want to sell your medicines. So do the pharmaceutical companies. Cut back on the salt. Now, garlic. I'm a garlic maniac. I forgot to tell you. I don't cut the garlic up and crush it. I take an entire head of garlic and put it in the middle of the pot and let it cook and seep into everything. And then after the dish is done, what I'm eating, I will remove some of the cloves of garlic that are already soft and I'll eat them raw. They're phenomenal. Phenomenal. All right. So you got the chicken in. The pasta's cooking in another dish. When the chicken is maybe 10 minutes away from being finished, you take your cooked pasta and put it on top of the chicken vegetable mix and then put your sauce on it. Oh, I forgot one of the <laughs> I forgot to tell you, I added some low-sodium chicken broth to the cooking. Now, one of these days, I'll write the recipe down, but I put low-sodium chicken broth into the, into the recipe and that you know, brings everything together. So toward the end, you put your pasta on top that just been cooked. You can maybe not cook it to complete softness and then add your tomato sauce, whatever you're using. It doesn't have to be drowned in a wonderful bottled tomato sauce. It can be added for flavor to the extent that you want a tomato-y. And then mix it all together. Keep the cover on the pot to make sure it's warm and keep stirring it so the sauce mixes with everything and you are ready to go. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. The world's most exciting podcast, Home of Borders, Language, Culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage. 
host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Be here or be nowhere. The Savage Nation Podcast. Catch the Michael Savage Podcast on all podcast platforms every Tuesday and every Friday. And now, my friends, on to the news of the day. I've given you my, um, it's another Savage recipe. If you want to watch me cook it, it's on the Michael Savage YouTube site. You know what I like about the Michael Savage YouTube site? Is I can watch it on television. I have one of these wands that you can tell it what, like Netflix or UFC fighting or ESPN. I say Michael Savage on YouTube, and my YouTube is all pop up. I like it. I like seeing myself on TV. It's my own show. Now let's look at the news. I've been trying to avoid the news. You notice what I'm doing here? Oh, it's this has popped to something I'm watching on Netflix called Baby, a coming-of-age story that explores the unseen lives of Roman high schoolers. Loosely inspired by a true story, the series follows a group of Parioli teenagers as they defy society in their search for identity and independence. Well, what it is is it's about two rich girls in a private school who went into becoming prostitutes on the side or escorts. They get sucked into that world little by little, and then they become high-priced teenage escorts. It's kind of well done. The creators of it know what they're doing. I wouldn't have watched it if it wasn't well done, and it's not a child porn thing at all. But it just shows you how kids can get sucked into doing bad things little by little by little. The actress is my new favorite, Benedetta Porcarelli. No, Benedetta Porcaroli. She has these kind of sad eyes, and she's not a typical beauty. But it has storylines in it that are very good. It's Italian. I happen to love the Italian language. It's set in the, uh, uh, let's say, upper middle class society of, of uh, Rome. And the characters are well done. The settings are gorgeous. And um, I'd recommend it. I never heard of it till I stumbled on it, baby. I got bored of all the violent movies. There's almost no violence in this. It's, it is what it is. Anyway, so, yeah, I was going to do the news, but I, got, I went into the uh, stuff I'd been looking up. Now we go to the news. Oh, God. Another flying object downed over Canada. Trudeau orders U.S. action. I love that headline. Trudeau, the Castro of the North orders U.S. action. They don't even have any planes anymore. They're too busy training them how to be LGBTQ pilots. They can't even fly planes. They have to use our planes now. China spots unidentified object flying near Port City. (laughs) Mystery remains over Montana. So Montana, Canada, China now is saying they have a UFO. I don't know. Maybe we're being visited. Maybe it's Bernie Sanders' relatives coming back to, uh, to plague us. What else is in the news? Oh, God. Okay, let's go to michaelsavage.com and see what my... Mystery airborne object remains over Montana, says congressman who claims DOD is waiting for fighter jets to get eyes on it. Another one? 
China spots UFO near Port City. I just said that. Why 65% of fourth graders can't really read. Uh, I'll tell you why. Illegal aliens and morons and no discipline and no leaving people back if they're too stupid to keep up. If you keep advancing the dummies, you bring the whole class down to the dummy level, moron. Mississippi hit by 900% increase in newborns treated for syphilis. Duh. Oh, really? I wonder why Mississippi's are born with syphilis, these poor babies. Could it be that the parents are sex maniacs? Is that possible? And that they're stooping everything but the mud? Okay, let's go on, man. What a country. No one knows anything anymore. U.S. Columbia shuts down U.S. taxpayer-funded lab torturing monkeys for research. I left the graduate program because I wouldn't kill lab rats. I totally oppose using animals in lab research. Uh, with the advent of supercomputers, there's no need to use animals at all, no matter what they tell you. Almost all of this can be done through computer research. AT&T stock loses $10 billion in value after Newsmax drop. That's a, it's a great and a bad story. Former Twitty safety executive Yoel Roth, what a putz this one was. He came through the Obama administration. He was the one who was shadow banning everyone on Twitter till the great Elon Musk bought the company. And now the stupid liberals are ashamed to be seen driving a Tesla because it represents freedom. They like cars that represent slavery. Former Twitter safety executive Yoel Roth argues that free speech is a threat to free speech. Again and again, we saw the speech of a small number of abusive users drive away countless others. Unrestricted free speech, paradoxically, results in less speech, not more. And it was our job in trust and safety to try to strike an appropriate balance. These are the kinds of psychopathic bastards who were running social media. And thank God for the slight public majority, we're finally seeing who they are. Now, you got to know a little bit more about this to say that free speech is dangerous to everyone and then that they're the only people qualified to determine what speech is a threat and what is not. This bastard, Joel Roth, you'll never believe who he is. This guy is not just a psychopathic controller. Do you know who this bum is? There was no action on child pornography on Twitter till Musk took over. There was collusion between the Twitter team like Yoel Roth, who should be in jail, and government scumbags to illegally censor specific individuals posting information that they called contrary to the government narrative on, for example, COVID. So this Yoel Roth, if you want to know more about him, if I can find it, his background is frightening. He buried the Hunter Biden laptop issue. He said it was put out by Russia. He also said, if I can find it, that children should be allowed to go on sex sites to meet adults, something like that. I, I have to find this. This guy was running the Twitter safety division. It's shocking to believe that this was going on before the great Elon Musk bought Twitter. And now we see that Roth, a so-called progressive left-wing gay man who lives in a total leftist bubble, is a guy who got his PhD, so-called, writing about gay hookups of boys on Tinder. And he got his PhD from an Ivy League college. If that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about Yoel Roth, nothing will get through your thick skull. These are the people who explain why Western civilization is collapsing. 
Michael Savage, a host like no other. Okay, shall I go on? Shall I go on? You need to know any more? Well, I won't go on because it's too depressing to read any more of that news. Let me go to another website. Let us go to the New York Post now for real bad news. What's their headline? Defense officials released description of objects shot down by U.S. jet over Canada. It must have been a homophobic object for them to even shoot it down. But the unidentified airborne object shot out of the sky by U.S. military jets over Canada on Saturday was smaller than the massive Chinese balloon. Well, we know that. And what else did they tell us? They pulled it out of the water yet? Closely tracked by U.S. and Canadian military. Blah, blah, blah. T- taken down over the Yukon by an F-22. Okay. Okay, it was flying at 40,000 feet. So far, we don't know anything else. No immediate. So they're releasing obje- uh, information and no information. Typical government. Here's the information, but here's no information. Recovery operations for the object were underway by the Canadian Armed Forces in conjunction with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I've always joked about Royal Canadian Mounted Police because in the new Canada, it has a different meaning than it used to have about being mounted and police. So, okay. So F-22s have now taken out three objects in the airspace above the U.S. and Canada, and nobody knows what they are. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's pretty frightening. We know about the white Chinese spy balloon, but we don't know what these other objects were or whether they were Chinese, Russian, Slobovian, or American. We don't know, really don't know what they are, which is why when I went on Newsmax TV, I, I headlined it. I told you it was really funny. You really ought to watch it. I try to put some humor into this somewhat unnerving situation. And so I decided to make it humorous. And I'll tell you again what I call it. Are the UFOs trying to recruit Biden for a celestial circus and they held up a Murano Italian glass clown? Because sometimes you've got to use humor in the political arena. No, yes, of course you do, right? But I don't know what they are. Maybe they are visiting us. And uh, well, hey, here we are. Mystery, NORAD temporarily shuts down airspace in Montana after radar anomaly, meaning another one. A radar and everything's a lie. The biggest liar next in the entire universe that I know of next to Biden who was never told anything truthful because I don't think he knows the truth. I, if he stumbled on the truth, he wouldn't tell it. It's his press secretary, the one with the fluttering eyelids, the Haitian lesbian. I have to say Haitian and I have to say lesbian because those were her main recruiting characteristics. That's what she's famous for. In addition to being the most pathological lying uh, person I've ever seen in the office. I remember when we had press secretaries with dignity who answered questions, like Pierre Salinger, who worked for uh, Kennedy. The guy came from a great background in the news business. He answered questions in a reasonable way for the American people. Look at the garbage we have now. And she's not, she's not all of them. But did you ever see this woman tell anything that was truthful? And she gives it away with the fluttering eyelids. Watch her the next time that Pierre, that whatever her name is, uh, the one from, uh, she came from, I think, uh, Obama. No, no, she worked for another one in the Biden administration. And we, we were told how proud they were that she was lesbian and from Haiti. So that means you couldn't say a word to her because without being called a double. Navy refer, What? Navy reshuffles Super Bowl flyover lineup 
to feature first all-woman team. Okay. Oh. All right. You know, let me tell you something. Women make great pilots, including great fighter pilots. I'm nothing against it. If they can do the job, I don't really care what's between their legs or what's not between their legs, to be frank with you. Did I say it very clearly to you? And I want to tell you something you don't know. I mean, a student of history here, Michael Savage. Do you know that Hitler's favorite test pilot was a woman? People don't know that. I know that. You just learned that on the Michael Savage podcast. If you learn nothing else, it's that you can tell when Biden's press secretary, Pierre, whatever her name is, Pierre, is lying, is when A, she opens her mouth and B, her, eye, her eyelids flutter like butterflies because she knows she's lying and she knows everyone sees it. It's an embarrassing, it's an embarrassment tick. But you also learn that Hitler's favorite test pilot in the Nazi era was a woman. You don't know that. It's important for you to know that. Okay. Uh, what else is in the news that I haven't told you? Let's go to Fox News. Recovery efforts underway, unknown object. Pierre Trudeau is a first-class piece of garbage who should be deported from Canada for what he did to that great country. What a rat, that Fidel Castro of the, of the frozen north. Liberals flip after Jordan says only Americans should vote in U.S. elections. Duh. Pre-K teacher says childhood innocence doesn't exist. There should be no age limit for sex talk. Look at this piece of garbage. Take a look at his face. William Willie Villapando called the idea of childhood innocence a mythology. Do you understand what's going on here? The man works at Santa Ana College, so-called in California, where he teaches early childhood development. He's also a pre-kindergarten educator. He's a pervert, a sicko. All of the perverts have gone into this field now. This is sickening how this happened. Take a look at his face. Ugh. If he ever came near... If he ever came near one of my children, I'd be in jail today. William Willie Villapando said, quote, queerness and sexuality needed to be discussed in classrooms. I'll tell you where you belong, you piece of crap, you. You belong in a psychiatric ward in a, in a straitjacket. Kids are never too young, he said. Let's work to deconstruct some of our own biases. Oh, boy. The early childhood educator said, can you believe this? This is a person if this is the true fox in the chicken coop, the man teaches child development. He said in the November 22 podcast that we have so many people who tell us that this is inappropriate stuff we can talk about. And so I'm like, hey, no, we can't talk about this. Are you listening to me? Do you understand how sick the people are? who call themselves social justice warriors. You know, most of them are sick, degenerate perverts. Do you know that? Villa Pondo's social media accounts went dark after Fox News reached out for comment. This perverted piece of fat garbage. My God, don't come near my children. You sick piece of crap, you. Am I allowed to say this in my podcast? Podcast? Suspect wanted after pushing a 75-year-old woman breaking her leg. Let's see, was it a white priest from Ireland? No. Was it a Hasidic rabbi? No. Was it a, oh, look at this. The male suspect, look at that. I couldn't have guessed. I can't even tell you who it was. You know there's a minority crime wave in America. You do know that, right? The suspect is described as a man with a dark complexion. That's a new, new way of saying African-American. And medium build. Oh, that's a real uh, go out and find them thing. 
last seen wearing a black long sleeve shirt. Well, I'm going to look for anyone with a black sleeve sh- long sleeve shirt with white sneakers without laces and a black hat. Let me go look for that right now. Corporate Wokemeter report reveals companies at highest risk of woke stupidity, woke capitalism. Here they are: Bank of America, GoFundMe, YouTube, and Etsy are some of the companies at highest risk of going woke. What does woke mean? It's called left-wing fanaticism. Stop with woke already. Stop it already with woke. That makes it sound, you know, friendly. They're not woke. They're asleep at the switch. Oh, my God, this is awful. I'm looking for the list of companies. I'm going to drop every one of them. Number one is AT&T, what they did to Newsmax. I didn't know B of A became a psycho company. Well, i got to pull my money out of B of A now. Implementation of environmental, social, and governance ESG policies. Yeah, right. YouTube, GoDaddy, Amazon, Etsy, Salesforce. No kidding. Bank of America, GoFundMe, and J.P. Morgan. So all the perverts have taken over these companies, in my humble opinion. So I'm still doing a little bit more here. Record number of Brits still living at home with parents. All the white children who don't work. They're all studying wokeness and getting high on vaping. What else? I don't know. Catholic school pupil who voiced Catholic beliefs on gender arrested. What? Catholic school pupil who voiced Catholic beliefs on gender arrested. Oh, in Canada, under Nazi Trudeau. A Canadian Catholic school pupil who was suspended last November for saying there are only two genders was arrested this week after attempting to return to class without renouncing his beliefs. I swear to God. Josh Alexander, 16, was arrested on, how sad, at St. Joseph's Catholic High School in Renfrew, Ontario. Oh, this is sickening. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't read anymore. Toronto Catholic school teacher brags of trans Jesus icon in class prayer service. Look, the perverts have taken over virtually every aspect of education. First, they came for the universities, and now they have drilled down into the kindergarten level. And I'll tell you right now, being gay is not a crime. Being lesbian is not a crime. I have told you for many years, I'm a sexual libertarian. But when you cross that line and start twisting the minds of our children, you better look out because I'm not going to let you do it to mine. Look at this, what they did to this poor child. He's a Christian child following his Christian beliefs and under this psychopathic Nazi Trudeau, the federal government of Canada arrested anyone who believes in true Catholicism. This is not religious discrimination. This is pure, unadulterated fascism. You remember the story last, a few weeks ago, of a pro-life activist arrested for praying to herself outside a UK abortion clinic when the white police in England arrested a white woman who was silently praying outside an abortion clinic? Shame on these thug bum cowards in police uniforms. You should throw yourself into the Thames River, you rat bastards, you. You know, your country fought Hitler and you become little Nazi stormtroopers. You white cop bastards would do things like this. I guess I'm saying things I didn't think I'd say. Now I go to the Jerusalem Post. It used to be a great newspaper. It's become nothing but a left-wing, you know, website. It's awful. Nothing there. Woman shows up at Western Wall in her underwear. Let's see. Who did this now? Why would anyone do that? What was this? An American LGBTQ woman had to do this? A brown underwear with the word Bibby written on her thigh in a message to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. 
the 35-year-old woman on suspicion of purposely disrespecting a holy place. Good for them. It is a shocking provocation that shouldn't have been allowed. It was a desecration of a holy place. And let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else. Here's where I agree with the Muslims. They would never tolerate this in one of their holy places. Good for them. Never. This is unbelievable to me. What sorrow this is. What sorrow, not only that she would desecrate a holy place like this, but that a woman would be so twisted in her head that she would think addressing an underwear and a brassiere and going to a holy site like that would be a protest instead of an exhibition of her madness. Well, my friends, that's the world as it is today on this cold Sunday morning. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.